This is 10 with Zen, a podcast hosted by Helen Woodward, leadership consultant and former head of school improvement at the Department for Education. Brought to you by Zen Educate, each episode features a prominent guest sharing insights and best practice based on their own unique experiences. This could be as a school leader, an SEN specialist, a parent and beyond. If you like the sound of 10 with Zen, make sure you follow and subscribe on Spotify, Apple or whatever platform you're listening on. Hello and welcome to 10 with Zen with Helen Woodward. My guest today is Ros Norford. Ros, you're a community artist and theatre maker and you're the director of A Layers Adventure. Welcome to 10 with Zen, Ros. Hi, Helen. Thank you for having me. Oh, it's lovely to see you. So, Ros, we're very excited about this. Can you tell us about the play and what inspired the story? So Alea's Adventure is an accessible piece of family theatre. It's for ages 8 to 12, stage 2, and it celebrates the history and the diversity that we can find in the Northwest. It's all told through um, eyes of a young girl called Alea. She has a bit of a fallout with her dad and decides that she's going to make her way through the city. And um, on that journey, she meets some really, really fascinating historical figures. And how long is the play going to be running for and how can schools who are interested book and contact you? So the play will be running for the next five weeks, starting from October the 3rd and then finishing at the 5th of November. If people want to get in touch, they can email alayasadventure at gmail.com and um, book in that way. Okay, that sounds great. Now, I know you're deep in rehearsal time at the moment, and we really appreciate you finding time to to do this uh, podcast interview with us in the middle of your rehearsals. Um, Now, I'm I'm very interested in this because I know that you've got British Sign Language integrated into the movement and dialogue within the play. I'm really interested in British Sign Language. I have a I have my first level in British Sign Language, which I'm, I'm quite thrilled about. Um, but not all of your audience will have sign language receptive skills. So how, how is this going to work and how is, it in, how is it enhancing the kind of communication and the dialogue during the play? Yeah, so um, as you said, we've integrated BSL and also other visual communication aids into the performance to make it more accessible to a wider audience. Use this um, storytelling method called visual vernacular, which is where it it uses sign language, but it's also a style of physical theatre and mime. Instead of telling a story and just using words, you might bring that to life through your body, a few hand gestures um, and also partner work as well. So I think it actually becomes so much more accessible to everyone because you're getting that information in loads of different ways facial expressions movement dance, as well as verbal storytelling okay so visual vernacular visual vernacular yeah it's an art form that um formed in the deaf community all right okay that sounds really interesting so so building on that then how are the actors able to interact with the children during the play so uh, the children help Alea find her way through the city. When she has this fall, sort of fallen out at the beginning of the play, she asks them, should I carry on on this journey or should I um, stop now and go home? And they sort of advise her as, along the way of how she makes the decisions or whether she should um, listen to certain characters' advice. And I think um, they almost become like a best friend for her about the journey. Right. 
Right. And how, and because have you, have you tried any of this out with any kind of audiences yet to see how it actually works? Yeah, we've tried a bit of it out. We've done um, small scenes very early on in the process. And I think that's what influenced um, a lot of the characters around Alea's characterization and who she is. This person who wants to be everything and do everything. It really came from um, young people. That's so interesting, Ros. So we've just got a little clip that we're going to listen to now. They're all really strong characters, like really strong black women in history and you don't see or hear of a lot of that. I think this is something that the audience will never seen it before because it's a mix of BSL, BEB and spoken. When I was developing it, I worked with a group of young people and we talked about the different things that you face at school, we talked about different identities that people have and what it means to be a young person today in Manchester and the sorts of struggles and challenges and lessons that you have to learn and I think that's a really important part of the play. The play tells really, really important stories about Manchester's history. Hopefully people walk away with um, a wider view of what Manchester is. I'm actually very excited to see it myself. Um, so at the moment, you've got bookings coming in from primary schools around Greater Manchester. Yes, so it's been really good to see it. been booked in primarily South Manchester and some schools in Salford as well. Um, because it is such an educational play, it has so many different perspectives that it comes in from. So you've got the history of Manchester. Also, the fact that it's touring during Black History Month, it coincides brilliantly in that way. And also just the fun of it, the fact that set is really interesting to explore before or after the show. It also comes with activity pack that teachers can use in the classroom um, after the performance that um, gives you three creative activities that you can do around the women. That sounds really helpful, actually. That sounds wonderful. And is it? are you finding that the bookings are kind of primarily coming from English departments at schools or, you know, where's the, where's the interest coming from, Ros? Um, so far, the interest has been mainly from sort of English departments, as you say, but also some PSHE because of that sort of um, wider social look at perspective. I think there's been an interest from that side of things as well. And also some SEN leads have been really interested in a performance that sort of tailors to people who might be neurodivergent or might need different visual communication aids. Uh, and also we do offer discounts where, say, if it's more than one day that they're booking or um, can't afford it, we can sort of look at ways of covering that and having different options to make it work. Oh, right. That's good to hear. That's good to hear. OK. OK. Uh, Ros, it's been brilliant talking with you today and we're, we're very excited for you and to see how the play uh, how the play rolls out in Greater Manchester. Um, thank you so much for finding time in your busy rehearsal schedule to be our guest today on Ten with Zen. That's okay. Thank you so much for having me. It's been really good to chat to you about the show. Oh, thank you. And for our listeners, uh, we always follow up our podcast with a transcript, including key links, and we'll definitely make sure you get booking information to help you find out more. Uh, thank you to everyone again for joining us on Ten with Zen. Ten with Zen is brought to you by Zen Educate. Zen Educate's online platform puts you in control of supply and recruitment, and they've saved UK schools over three million pounds by allowing them to connect with teachers and TAs directly. To receive fifty percent off your first day booked with Zen, just DM us on Twitter at Zen Educate and quote Ten with Zen. Thanks for listening.